for the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world. We are live and amplified. So let's get ready to podcast. Fire it up. Emily Brooke, how's it going today? Hey, going good. How about you? Oh, it's going pretty good. It, it's we're getting ready for some uh, interesting weather to hit Central Texas here. So it's like, oh, you know, it, it's supposed to be March, but the severe weather's coming in. So you know, it's always interesting here in Texas. So, hey. um, really excited to have you on. I know we were supposed to do this a couple of different times, but you know, I busted up my knee and that made things uh, interesting as always. And so uh, glad you were really flexible and we were able to get this done. Oh, uh, for the people that are just getting to meet you for the first time or getting to know you, some of my listeners and whatnot, uh, kind of explain uh, your, your background, what got you into music? Yeah. Um, so I'll try to make a long story short because I started when I was nine years old and I'm 24 now. Um, but I started taking guitar lessons when I was nine because Taylor Swift and Miley Cyrus, Hannah Montana were just like a huge, you know, thing. And I was like nine years old and just loved them. I thought it was so cool that they were females like close to my age that played guitar. Um, so I started taking lessons and, um, coming back and forth to Nashville, I did my first album when I was 13 and Billy Yates was like my first co-writer and producer. And then when I was 15, I went and I did American Idol um, and I made top 48 that first season that I was on and they invited me to come back. And then I made top 13 girls that following time when I was 16. Um, then more like frequently started coming back and forth to Nashville, just focusing on like the songwriting aspect of it all. And um I put out an EP when I was 18 and then ended up moving here just before my 21st birthday to Nashville. Awesome. Awesome. We're definitely going to talk about the, uh, the uh, American Idol in the second part. Cause I did have a couple of questions about that. That's really cool. cool. Uh, yeah. So you moved to Nashville about three years ago. Uh, where, mm -hmm. where are you from originally? I'm from South Florida, West Palm so Beach. Okay. That's actually where my dad lives. So. Oh, really? I mean, yeah. Funny. Uh, when I left for, when I left for school, I, when I went to college, my dad was working out of Fort Lauderdale and okay. he was like, all the kids are uh, leaving. So we're going to move. And then they ended up, or him and my mom at the time ended up moving to just North of West Palm beach in uh, uh, Jensen beach. Yeah. Yeah. And so now or a couple or so now my mom, my mom passed away a couple of years ago. So my dad ended up moving to West Palm beach. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's just kind of funny how that happens. Small world. Uh, yeah. Uh, so you got a new single that, uh, dropped last week. Yeah. Last week. Math is correct. Um, thank you, Jolene. <laughs> what, what's the uh, story behind this song? So, um, based on a true story. <laughs> um, so essentially there was a girl that tried, like I had met her multiple times and 
she was always very rude to me and standoffish. And I never understood why until Christmas day, she like reached out to my boyfriend, essentially trying to get with him. And he was like, don't be messaging me this stuff. Like Mm. Emily's my girl. And so I was just like, obviously annoyed by it. Cause you're like, gosh, like just some people these days just don't have any respect. And, mm. um, so I had to write like a couple, uh, like a, a month and a half after it happened. And I'd been sitting on this idea of like a 21st century Jolene, but like, you think you can take my man, but you can't instead mm. of like, you know, Dolly Parton back when she released Jolene, it was like, please don't take my man. Like, I know this and this, but like, I love him and blah, 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 blah. But I know the past or this like current generation, I feel like that's coming up is very like confident and more almost sassy in a way. Mm -hmm. And so at least for me personally, especially I have a great guy. I think, Oh, my dog just joined the conversation. (laughs) I have a great guy. And so Luckily, um, it was nothing to worry about, but I know for a lot of people it happens to them. And so this song just kind of came about. I had the idea I was sitting on it and I went into a write with Nick Mano and Zachary, uh, or sorry, Nick Columbia and Zachary Mano. And I've been sitting on this idea, trying to figure out who, like would complete this idea to my like vision that I had that would Mm -hmm. just like get the vibe, you know? And I'm very big on like meant to bees and oh my gosh, it's a sign. And so this day that I went in, it was February 6th. We had our first ride ever, you know, meeting each other and everything. And that's like of this year, like last month, (laughs) literally last month. And, uh, Nick had just asked, you know, like, is there anything you've been dying to write? And I was like, well, if that's not a sign, I don't know what is because I've been dying to write this idea, but didn't really couldn't figure out who quite yet. And, and so I told them about it and that's kind of how it came about where we were like, oh, it's like, you think you're Jolene. It's like, you want to be me. And Mm -hmm. so it just, it fell out in about an hour and a half and the like work take, take tape if I can speak <laughs> the work tape demo that we did that day, that vocal is like the same vocal in the final recording that you hear now. So it's like oh, wow. nice. totally like we didn't change anything from the day of recording it. We just basically, you know, spruced it up a little bit, added mm-hmm. some more guitars and fills and stuff like that. But it was super cool. And Zach's an amazing producer and he spun it around and got it good to go so fast. Mm-hmm. Um, so we were able to release it this past Friday. So literally just at a month of it being created, it's out. So it's, it's exciting. Nice. That's really awesome. You'd mentioned that you released it right at about a month from when you originally record, was it originally recorded it or originally wrote it? Cause both. I, Oh, both. Okay. Both. So we wrote, so, um, if there's like a track guy producer in the room mm-hmm. for a co-write, usually you will always get like a, some sort of recording mm-hmm. um, of the, like the day of, of whatever mm-hmm. you wrote. Um, so we wrote it that day, did a vocal on the track, and then he just kind of finished it up and 
was done. Nice. Was crazy. Awesome. I, I just wanted to kind of clarify that for everybody listening because, yeah, sure. you know, and the, then did the original idea happen this past, because you mentioned like right around Christmas, was it mm-hmm. this past Christmas as well? So this was a very quick process in general. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, it happened around Christmas time and then the story developed with other happenings and, um, the idea, I was just like sitting on it, really wanting to do it, but mm. also not wanting to create drama by saying anything. Yeah. So I was like, well, if I don't say anything, I'm fine. I'm singing it. So <laughs> yeah, very fair. Very fair. But, uh, yeah. It, it's an awesome song. And, you know, having a, had a chance to listen to it a couple of different times, it's, it's very cool. And I'm glad that it was such a quick and natural process to get it out because, you know, some musicians it's like they write it and then they sit on it for a while and then they record it. So then it's like a year, year and a half later, which there's nothing wrong with the way they do that. But sometimes you just hit that magic where it's like, Oh, I have this idea for a song. Oh, what song do you want? You know, and it just all happens very quickly, which is really cool. So, um, before we, uh, during the first part of the interview, you brought up the Amer- uh, being on American Idol and you were 16, 17 through the two times that you were on there. W- what was that experience like going in at such a young age? Do you feel like American Idol helped mold you as a musician or do you think you already kind of had your sound kind of solidified and it just kind of helped mature you as a musician? I would say... um I would say being on the show at such a young age, like when I went on when I was 15, I was luckily, you know, being a minor, my mom was able to come with me. So that helped a lot because of just how intense and like stressful it is just Mm -hmm. having to run, do this interview, then go rehearse, then talk to this producer, then do another interview and then put your group together. Like it was nonstop between like, me and my mom that holy like Hollywood week, we mm-hmm. probably got three hours of sleep combined. Like oh, it no. was intense. Sure. But um I've kind of always been uh I like being busy. I like having stuff going on, especially when it's that. Like you're on mm-hmm. a TV show, it's exciting. Yeah. Um, so in that sense, it wasn't very overwhelming for me. I was like, okay, cool, like let's go. <laughs> like my mom will be like, You need to eat, and I'm like, I need to go. <laughs> so um it was really cool. I would say that first season that I was on, I was, you know, I'm 15. So I didn't have the stage presence that I do now or the stage confidence that I do now. And I think they're, um, like, what is it? Uh, they're not critique, but their recommendation for yeah. me. Yeah. Feedback. Thank you. My brain's like not working yet. Um, <laughs> their feedback after I was on was like, just work on your stage presence, like without a guitar, because, you know, playing all these shows, I'd been playing fairs and festivals since I was like 10 years old. And mm-hmm. I had always just accompanied myself with the guitar. So I'd never had that kind of full band freeing experience mm-hmm. working stage. And so after I was on that first season and I, you know, got sent home, I put a band together in South Florida and we probably did like 200 and something shows that year that I was off the show and just trying to, you know, hone in on that, get confident, comfortable on stage. And when I came back, that was like the first comment that they gave me was like, 
you seriously took what we said to heart and yes. you can see it like the improvement. And so I learned a lot in that way. And then, um, I was 17 by the time the whole thing was done with me being on the show both times. And, um, I was like, I just really need to focus and hone in on the songwriting aspect of it because that was, you know, a really big thing in Nashville is like, okay, cool. Like you have a, you have a great voice, but can you write, like, can you do all of it? Yeah. And so that's when I, you know, started coming back and forth and I feel like sound wise, because I started at such a young age, I mm. feel like I've constantly been developing in my sound. And yeah. when I was younger, it was a lot more on the country bluegrass side of things. <laughs> and then as I got into like my teens, it was more country pop, even up until like last year, I would say. And then now leaning more into country rock, I feel like it's mm -hmm. fully, I, I feel like I've, finally found like my sound like as yeah. an artist as a person it feels authentic to me I grew up listening to rock music with my mm. parents and also country music because they met country line dancing oh, wow. but they grew up on rock and so I had both influences growing up and the music that I've been putting out the past couple years it always kind of felt like sonically something was missing and I was mm. kind of bouncing around with different producers a lot just trying to see if maybe it was like a vibe that wasn't meshing but it ended up being like when I over like the holidays I kind of dug in and was trying to figure out what exactly it was and mm. My favorite performance was um, last CMA Fest. I played at the Hard Rock stage oh, nice. and um, it was so much fun. And I had a rock band that played with me and played, mm. you know, my country stuff. And I felt like that was my most like kick-ass show. Nice. That's awesome. <laughs> so realizing that it just kind of all clicked. And so think, think your Jolene is kind of a taste of that, like country rock sass edge of this yeah. new side of my sound so i'm excited yeah for sure and you brought up like feeling like this is more authentically you the country rock side of you and I, you definitely hear it in think you're jolene like having listened to think you're jolene a couple of times and then going through your spotify playlist you know think you're jolene just feels authentic like that's really who you are so Thank I, you. I i just wanted to throw that out there um thanks but I, I do want to thank you for taking the time to sit down and chat with us a little bit. Uh, really appreciate your time. And anytime you want to come back on, feel free to reach out and we'll definitely get something set up. Uh, if anybody wants to check out, think you're Jolene or any of your upcoming shows or just interact with you on social, where's the best place to find you? Um, I'm Emily Brooke on Instagram and Twitter. And then I'm Emily Brooke music on Facebook and TikTok. And I usually tease my new songs on my TikTok and my Instagram story. So I'd say those are the top two places to find me and stay up to date. 